That's better. <laughs> so we're doing a special edition of Robocast. Dave and I are at C2E2, and there's a shitty, shitty DJ playing in the background downstairs. What do you think of the DJ, David? Uh, the DJ himself doesn't seem too bad. The choice of music is questionable at best. We, yeah, we tried to find the most quiet spot we could find, and this is about as good as we could get. His, his name is like DJ XR64182498 18, I think. Hashtag. Saw. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of cool shit we've seen, a lot of crazy shit. What has been the coolest or craziest thing you've seen? Um, coolest for me personally would probably be a toss up between just wandering around Artist Alley and seeing actual professional famous people just kind of hanging out. Um, either that or the Injustice panel, because there was a world-exclusive thing that we got to see first. And that was kind of a cool feeling. It was like um, a realization that you're an actual journalist. A poor one, but an actual one. You're a poor journalist. That was doing great. <laughs> no, poor financially. Oh, okay, Not yes. poor at the job. Um, so what was that thing they revealed? Uh, that would be the trailer for Lobo, the DLC character, May 7th. Lobo means wolf in Spanish. Yes, it does. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I'm very proud. Despite, despite my level of love for DC, I don't really know a lot about Lobo. He looked like a, like a rude, uh, zombie demon thing, motorcycle guy. Kind of. He's a space bounty hunter who is very rude, very crude. Uh, if you have not seen the trailer, uh, which I do recommend seeing, one of his his big super move, he knocks you to the ground, shoots you in the face, puts his space bike in front of you, burns your face off with the exhaust, and gives you the finger. So yeah, that was that was pretty impressive. I the crowd did go a little wild over that when they saw it. So what has been your favorite crazy or cool shit thing you've seen? Um, just like. 90 seconds ago, we got to see some Gokaiger cosplayers. That was pretty awesome. If they could, if they had the whole team here, that would be more awesome. But there was only Gokai Red, Gokai Blue, and uh, Bosco, the villain. I was say, it seemed like a very odd Japanese space pirate. Yeah, he's the villain from the show. Um, he used to be best friends with the Red Ranger, and then they had a falling out. And now he turns into a giant space pirate monster man and tries to kill everybody. That is the single most Japanese thing I have seen at the show. And there was a guy cosplaying Godzilla, so... <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty intense Godzilla outfit. There's a lot of paper mache went into that. <laughs> I felt so bad for him, because you could tell like he couldn't really walk, and he had to or stop move. every five <laughs> steps because people wanted a picture. So he was moving like three times as slow as he normally should be. Yeah. Um... Let's see. So we did Injustice. Um, speaking of video games, my favorite game right now is also here. Capcom has the Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate booth. I'm kind of surprised that we're not recording from their booth so Aaron <laughs> didn't have to leave. I have only probably spent 10 or 15 hours there. <laughs> it's pretty bad when, and I'm not exaggerating as we tend to do on this show, I am being wholly 100% honest. When two to three of the representatives for the game are asking you to come back and play, and when are you going to come back and play, because we want to play with you, 
You're spending too much time at the damn booth. I am on a first name basis with a couple of them. Allison and Chris. Shout out to Allison and Chris at the Monster Hunter booth. <laughs> uh, and Yuri as well. <laughs> I think I've street passed with all of them. Yeah, probably. There's, there's a lot of street passes here. Yeah, I've tripled the size of my uh, street pass plaza. At least, maybe more. Not to mention the fact that you will earn your 100 play coins very easily. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of walking involved. This is the first time I've been to a convention like this, and my feetsies are a little tired. My shoulders hurt. <laughs> my back hurts while we're on the subject of aches and pains. But it's okay. We are taking this pain to bring you the best coverage. We are doing this for you. The, like, ten people who actually care enough to read about this Chicago exclusive event. That's right. You ten people. We're here for you. Uh, speaking of Chicago and the DC panel, they did mention Nightwings moving to Chicago for reals. Which I was very happy about. I'm not a huge Nightwing fan, but I'm a huge Chicago fan. Yeah. And it's always confused me why Chicago has never had a superhero. Well, I actually took Nightwing out of my my pull list because he was kind of boring the shit out of me for a while. <laughs> like, who cares, Dick? Who cares? Who cares? Your family's dead anymore. We know your family's dead. We that's old old news. We know you lived in a circus forever. Old old news. Who cares? Move on with your life. And so he did. He moved to Chicago. Um, what else did we hear? Um, we've done lots of walking. Done lots of shopping and purchasing. <laughs> I just bought a sweet Doctor Who print today by uh, Chicago local artist Stephen Bryant. Lots of lots of Doctor Who's around. There's probably at least 150 Doctor Who's I've seen. Although it is hard to tell because sometimes you think somebody is Doctor Who and it's just a guy in a bow tie. <laughs> it's just a guy in a in a suit with his converse on. Like, oh, that's a doctor. Oh, wait, no, he just wanted to be comfortable. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we've seen lots of uh, mostly naked girls. Aaron has been very upset. Yes. Some of them needed to put some clothes on. It's it's impressive to see people like, I'm going to be this character. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it's And sometimes it's not the fault of the person doing the cosplay. There was a... Um, there was a girl dressed as Red Sonia in the chainmail bikini, and she she was not unattractive. She she was very physically appealing, but just looking at her, <coughs> excuse me, I was just realizing that that costume just does not translate well to three dimensions. Like or it is real life. <laughs> it is designed to be on page and yeah. nothing more. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I saw Poison Ivy yesterday that was taking pictures with little children and. Her bottoms for her out. It was more like poison ivy, and it goes to the beach, is what it looked like. And um, she had like the skimpiest, literal, like little string, g-string thing on that she had glued fake leaves to. And then is staying there taking pictures with like twelve-year-olds that are like very close to her, very uncovered junk. See, I did not have a problem with her having her junk exposed. But that's just me. But there is the little kids being involved. <laughs> that was a bit much. Yeah. Cover, cover, ladies, if you're going to cosplay, please cover your junk. There there was a woman. Um, when our cosplay gallery goes up, you will see her. I don't know the exact character, but without exaggerating, 
at most, 35 to 40% of her breasts were covered. Every She was one good sneeze from just popping right out. So, yeah. Unfortunately, there haven't been a lot of uh, scantily clad fellas today. I've seen some, some Banes with some big guns out there. I've also seen a couple Banes uh, that are have some what I call bye-bye arm where you wave by and your arm keeps waving by even after you stop. Um, there have been uh, there have been a few iron fists that have gone topless. Yeah. There was um, a Liu Kang and a Johnny Cage that were both shirtless and they actually pulled it off quite well. <laughs> I was telling David this morning that um, I would like to see more objectification of men in comics. I don't think we get enough of that. Lady superheroes are always like in metal bodices or metal bikinis or metal bikini with a bodice, metal G-strings. But the guys are always like high collars all the way down to their ankles, capes, the long billowing capes that wrap around their body. Yes, but at least their outfits are skin tight as well, so... (laughs) Uh, there's it been a lot of a lot to the imagination. There's been a lot of Deadpool cosplayers in red spandex, and one that actually deserved to be in public in red spandex. Well, I would say one out of the fifty I've seen that should have actually been allowed to leave in public like that. But also, there there have been objectification of men here in cosplay. Unfortunately, they're usually not the good ones. Yeah, uh, like there, the Sonic picture there was I posted a, last night. A Sonic the Hedgehog who had a very loose fitting jumpsuit, except it was loose everywhere, except the point it needed to be loose. It was very tight in the crotch region, and it should not have been at all. No, it was really awkward, and Again, I don't know. taking pictures with little kids next to him. Yeah, it reminded me of, like, um, like deviant art, like, fanboy pictures, like a porno. Porno Sonic is what it would be. A really intense, muscled Sonic for yeah, some reason. with, like, a huge penis for no reason at all. But in all fairness, on DeviantArt, you know, My Little Pony characters, Wonder Woman, everyone has a huge penis. Uh, I see. Speaking of DeviantArt, is a little sidetracked, but I saw a picture the other day of the main character from Orcs Must Die. He's like a Roman, like, wizard guy that shoots orcs in the face. Oh, dear. And uh, he was completely nude except for his underwear and had, a, like, if he was a real person, probably an 18-inch penis with a full erection, and he had a little heart over his head and was blowing a kiss. <laughs> that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, DBNR, your, your downward spi- spiral commences, never ends. That is one thing that I've liked um, about a couple of the cosplayers is they, they take that Speaking of DeviantArt, that sort of like crossover, I'm going to do whatever edge. There were um, there was an entire Justice League comprised of Boba Fetts. Yeah. There's been um, lots of steampunk alternative versions of characters. There's that Mega Man Blue Lantern mashup. Which apparently I ran into, they had an entire core. He, he had just left to go to the bathroom, but they had like a Red Lantern Wolverine and a Yellow Lantern Rorschach, and they had a White Lantern Jesus, which I think was the best costume out of all of them. White Lantern Jesus. He brings life. Oh, my legs are falling asleep. We're uh, in our exclusive podcasting booth, the upper level of McCormick Place, near the uh, payphones. 
fire extinguisher, and I believe uh, the men's restroom is around the corner from us. It's it's very classy. Yes. Almost as classy as the uh, press lounge with its uh, water the, cooler. The, lest you forget the exclusive press lounge, <laughs> which is essentially... I'm not... I'm, I'm going to break the rules. I'm going to give you the inside scoop. It is a normal room with a few folding card tables and a water cooler. There were power outlets in there. It's the only place to find an easy-to-access power outlet. If you're press, because it's exclusive. Once you get past the velvet rope, then you can sit down in the lawn chair and you can plug your phone in. Um, So on our agenda for today is um, lots of wandering around... Lots of Monster Hunter. Um, we're going to attend a Pokemon panel with the guys that do the Pokemon podcast. Sunday seems to be the day where everything kind of wraps up. So this is the best time to just wander around, catch the cosplayers, try to pick up a good deal or so. Bart on strangers. Of course. <laughs> As one is wont to do. Uh, today is kids' day, so there's lots of tiny cosplayers. And it's adorable. We already saw Tiny Ash. We saw Tiny Ash. I saw Tiny Iron Man. I saw tiny, like eight Tiny Batman. There was, unfortunately, I couldn't get a picture. I couldn't get to my camera in time. But there was a little girl who had to be six at most who was Violet from The Incredibles. And when she... Someone asked her for a picture, and when she went to pose, did the full-on pose. This little girl was committed to her character. (laughs) I've always thought The Incredibles was the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Well, considering the Fantastic Four movies that have been made... Right. Jessica Alba can go away. Oh, she, she and her incredible dramatic talent. That was the high point of the whole series. And her peroxided hair. Why she goes blonde drives me nuts. She looked much blonde. better with dark hair. And her blonde was like orangey, like my hair doesn't want to be bleached blonde. Well, it's like orange roots and then platinum blonde and then it just turns white at the end. It doesn't work at all. Unacceptable. Jessica Alba. If you're listening, because we know you are, please go back to your natural hair color. Or just cut your hair. Go bald. No, just just let it go natural. Um, that's just me humming. I think that's all I have. How about you? No, it's, it's been a good convention so far. It's much larger than it was last year. I heard people saying it was like double from last year. Just about, yeah. Um, but there's there's been a lot of interesting people about, and uh, not just featured guests, just in general, very interesting people wandering around, and it's been an enjoyable weekend. Yeah, so um, I guess that's it. We'll do a real podcast at some time in the future. We haven't given up, I promise. And uh, well, that's it. That's it. That's it for real. No, it's it. It's it. All right, fine. We're leaving. Okay, bye.